All right, so I'm here with another episode of Dane's Platform, and I'm fortunate enough to have Spencer Arnold and Jordan De La Cruz, who just got silver at the Junior World Championships in Olympic weightlifting. So, Spencer and Jordan, thanks for being on the podcast. We're in Uzbekistan. What else are we going to do? We're, we're so bored. <laughs> Damn it. So, I'm, I'm the only out for uh, when, when you're bored. So... First, I want to point out that Spencer and I went to school for religious studies, so it's like this uh, all, uh, odd combo. And I always get asked this question, how do you go to school for religious studies and then you end up being a strength coach? Because what else do you do with the degree? <laughs> <laughs> yep, exactly. Just like the Uzbekistan deal. Yeah, There's nothing else to do. Religious studies allowed me to like work out all the time in college because it was a super easy degree, so yep. that's how I got into weightlifting. So, Jordan, I want to ask you a bunch of questions first because, you know, we, we just you just finished, what, two days ago, you just got second at uh, Junior Worlds. You took a stab at a senior American record in the snatch. Um, you pretty much had everything, I mean, basically had everything locked up, I felt like, after your fourth lift, even though there was a chance that, that um, the Colombian could have come back. And this is a, you, so you beat the Colombian girl. She's a girl that you haven't beaten in three years. Is that right? Uh, well, two years. I think three years ago she was a 48. Okay. Okay. So, so two that years. She was a 48? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she was a savage 48. Yeah, she was. I feel like she needs to go up even she's more big. now. 59. Yeah. She's big. So going into a comp like this and, and. I guess walk walk me through the whole experience that you have mentally, like preparing for this. You you know, I, I think you and I talked on the phone before senior Pan Ams, and and you're like, look, like we're going there to to to, to medal and maybe win it, you know. Um, and I think it's one thing for Spencer to say that, but for you, like mentally, how are you? How are you, how did you feel prepared? Like how did you feel mentally prepared coming into this competition and even you know, like, what are you, what are you thinking as you as you go through that competition? Because one thing from from the outside, and I'm not, you know, I'm not with you guys at in in Georgia, obviously. And I just, I think the strongest thing that I see that you have in your in your competition game is your mental strength. Like, you look like you look like a robot. It's one of those <laughs> things where it's everything is so automatic. Everything is, you're not getting flustered by any external. Um, any external factors. So I guess, you know, walk us through how you felt with, with Spencer's preparation for you coming into the meet and, and even then at the meet, you know, so, so when you're at home and then traveling over here and all that stuff, if you, if you can. Yeah. Um, I mean, overall the entire training cycle, I think it was like 26 weeks. Um, we had a, like a mini break for nationals, like a mini peak, I guess. A little mini baby peak, yep. A mini baby peak. So it was a, it was a long cycle. It was very long. But, um, yeah, I remember, so, like, a, every year we go to Worlds, you know, meddling, especially on the women's side, has never really been an option or, like, an idea. Yeah. Um, and I remember looking at the result book from last year at um, Tokyo, Junior Worlds in Tokyo, and seeing that 188 got second, and then 190, 196 got first, and that was China, and China obviously wasn't going to 
and so I, was, I had totaled 188 in American Open 2017 and realized, I was like, whoa, I actually have a shot. And I had texted Spencer, and I was like, did you know this? And I don't think I did. <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think I had any clue. So then once I, like, realized I had a, I had a serious shot at meddling, like, everything changed. Like, I started actually seeing myself getting not just meddling but getting gold and so that was kind of like the mentality I had going into this meet is just <laughs> my wrist. Um, is just getting gold yeah. you know like I knew I could do 88 and 110 and even if I had to pull like 112 out or something like I knew I could do it right um, so I feel like honestly I was just really prepared for this so do you feel like like that was a, a big factor is just knowing like you could do it so then that increased your belief in yourself as an athlete like okay I, I am capable of this like well, this yeah, is because everyone would say like cj and harrison are freaks and they're the only ones meddling on these on these trips right like you know a lot of us were getting i feel like maddie myers got maybe fourth last year yeah, she and did. that was one of the highest ranks you had gotten fifth i'd gotten fifth yeah. yeah so like and then there was a huge gap between fourth and yeah, fourth and third. Right. So, just once I had realized that I actually have a shot at meddling, it changed everything. Yeah, that's good. And I think, like, and I, I feel like, Spencer, you could chime in with this, is that as a coach, maybe even communicating to her, like, I feel like she knew the whole time, okay, we're on a 26-week block, this is the goal. That'll give her more confidence as an athlete, like, my coach has a clue. He knows what's going on. He's preparing, and he has everything you know put together. So from from your side now, like in the preparation, how do you keep her rolling from AO final twenty seventeen? You know, I mean that was probably what thirty weeks ago, all the way to now, where where you're sitting here and and she's a world world silver medalist. Uh, which. She gets to see the whole thing. So she gets, at the beginning of the 26 weeks thing, she gets to see the plan from week one to week 26. And so she got to look at the template from start to finish. She got to see the waves. She got to see the intensity and the volume change. She, she kind of got to see like what this was going to do. So I think mentally she was able to prep for the first half of that, which was just volume city. Just rude. It's, it's <laughs> lots of reps. It's not a lot of, intensity is relatively low. She doesn't get to do anything really fun. And every now and then, I'd, I'd create a little like a week in there and let her go chase something big just to sort of satiate that urge for her. Mm -hmm. But um, she's mature enough to look at 26 weeks and go, okay, like I just got to suck it up, right? right? It's going to shift at week 15 or whatever. And sure enough, like when we shifted and all of a sudden, I distinctly remember, I think it was 82, from the deficit, you snatch pull snatched it from a uh, deficit. I had doubled, clean and jerk doubled 100. It was it, it was somewhere in there. She like clean jerked a hundred for a double. She snatched pull snatched a two from a deficit, and I and that was when the shift was starting to happen. And we were starting to move out of sort of the hypertrophy strength block and into some power stuff. Yeah. And and all of a sudden, you I could like I could see Jordan go finally yeah, right yeah, like yeah. all this work and all this and then from then on, if you ask Jesse, if you ask anybody who's in the training environment, it was like dominoes. Right. Like they just started clicking, um, and everything started moving. It. it if you're Jesse Bradley or Shayla or anybody else in that training environment, at that point, it, it's fun to watch, but it's also super frustrating because Jordan didn't miss. I mean, right. for like, we made that shift out of that, out of all that work into some power stuff, and she just didn't miss. 
right? And so she had the maturity to like look at the thing and go, all right, I'm gonna put my nose down, dig in, and trust, and at the end of this, we'll make the shift. And that, I mean. And I think too, because I knew, I didn't feel like I was just endlessly in a 26 week cycle just yeah, yeah. doing things. Like I knew there were certain weeks where I had, like, it's gonna be a hard week. Mm-hmm. Like every four. Every four weeks, she hit a nice like 350, 375 rep week, and yeah. and uh, she can see that on the charts on her template, and so she knows they're coming, can prep for them. But all her athletes are pretty cerebral, so they 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 have things in their life that they can shift and change to get ready for those things. And she did a good job of that. Yeah, I think. So. I mean, and and I, I even I had said this to Spencer. I felt like Jordan, that you've matured physically. Like you look, you just look like. You know, I'd seen you, I guess, at Senior Nationals, and I, I hadn't really taken notice, but when I saw you here, I was like, dude, she looks like a freaking bodybuilder now, like, just jacked up. <laughs> so, for, from the outside looking in, you could see, like, I felt like, I- even the way you were, you were holding yourself, not that you're never, you know, not confident, but you even had more confidence in, in the training hall from, from the outside looking in. So, I guess my next question is, is, like, Walk me through, you know, all the way back now to you're sitting in the hotel here. Spencer sits you down, or I don't even know if he does this, but he sits you down and goes over your attempts, or at least says, "Hey, where where do we where do we want to open at? Where do we want to be at?" And then and then how you feel mentally, you know, taking your warm ups into taking those first attempts, the second attempt, the third attempt on the platform, and then what what you felt throughout that throughout the competition. we got here like we had been doing like the same warm-up attempts in really like every Friday probably every like Monday and Wednesday too um, with snatch and clean and jerk but um, so we had already talked about like what numbers I wanted to hit what numbers I wanted to take before I even got out on the stage like I knew all that um, and then coming here uh, I really just tried not to shift my like focus from that and obviously we did have to change some things in the back just because Um, but like I think because I studied the numbers so much then I I was just really confident in what what I was going to open with or at least around that yeah yeah nationals was a really big part of that too so that was five or six weeks before this we got a chance to go out and kind of practice almost like practice that warm same warm-up attempt practice everything we were just in our heads we were one attempt short so like we stayed one attempt back we left one for here and I knew I had six weeks to build into that attempt. So, we, you know, plan was to go 81 and 84, 86 at nationals. Plan was to go here was to go 84, 80, or 83, 86, 88, right? And so we kind of left, and we knew that 10 weeks out from this, same thing at clean and jerk. Plan was to go 1, 4, 7. Plan to go here is 4, 7, 10, right? So nationals was a big confidence booster because, I mean, if you watch the videos, like, I'm not even impressed. Like, yeah, it, yeah. I know they're American records. I should have been impressed, but, like, we'd hit that. I knew that that was coming. I knew there was two or three kilos still on the platform. That that nationals was just to prep for this. So, I think for her it was a big like, okay, this is what we're doing. It's sort of a firm hit the check point. Yeah. Let's go. You know, um, it's weird for me as a less high caliber athlete than her to like think of national championships as like a yeah yeah just a checkpoint. You know. Right. So, but yeah, so, I think we had the numbers figured out six weeks ago. So what did you feel like going from the the first your opening attempt? I thought opener snatch that was eighty two, was it? Eighty three. Eighty three looked solid. 
especially for an opener, I thought it looked solid. Um, walk us through that. Like one one thing that, and I, I, this is stupid, but I'm sitting there and I'm watching you walk out, and that camera like pans, and they're like five feet from you, and I'm like, I don't need like, if that was me, I'd be chalking up thinking, get this freaking camera out of my face. But I, <laughs> but in my head, I was like. Jordan probably doesn't even recognize that the camera's there. So I, I want to see, like, what, what is your thought when, you're, when you are chalking, chalking up and you're about to take the attempt? So, no, I, I saw cameras. Like, they were, they were in your face. Like, they weren't just zoomed up. Like, the camera was... Literally in, in your, your face, face, yeah. Yeah, um, but Pierce did a really good job of trying to at least, like, block it out a little bit. Um, but other than the cameras, I feel like everything was... The snatch was crazy because we were... Me and Thailand were one kilo away from each other. Like I took, I took 86, she took 87, and then I took 88. So I was just so like up there, I guess, yeah. with like adrenaline and so much energy that like right after snatches, I think I dropped a little bit. Like I was, I was being a little bit more sluggish going into clean and jerks. Okay. But I got a question. This would be good for. I want to know. Twenty six weeks deep. I mean, we're talking about. I mean, half a year of training, literally yeah. half a year. Um, what's it feel like to, to hit that first, like to, the first snatch? I mean, it's yeah, like yeah, the yeah. it's like the first time you get to like take twenty six weeks and put it into into effect. Oh, I was so nervous about the opener. I think that was like, <laughs> I was like, that's your hardest snatch. Like you just have, or hardest lift, really. Yeah. It was the opener. Get and, it out of the way and. Yeah, and I. So I <laughs> kind of like goofed off at nationals when I. Yeah, this is the story I was trying to get her to tell. <laughs> I took for granted 81 as my opener, and I have done so many things with 81 that I just kind of, I didn't put anything into it, and I missed it. So then I was so afraid that I'd do that again with 83. That she so, focused, right? It's almost like the missed 81 at nationals was prep. Yeah, it prepped me for making my opener. Right. Do you have do you have like a mantra or anything that you say or or anything you think about or, or like to, so that you go from the chalk and I, and I just I always just like to and I'm, I want to see it. and if you don't that's fine when you go from the chalk bin where you're you know maybe you're still in your head to when you get on the platform you grab the bar and you shut everything off like is it just automatic with you or do you have something you say or 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 you know, there's some trigger, or no, the trigger is you just step on the platform and you're gonna crush it because you've done 26 weeks of training. Um, there's so many thoughts that are in my head as I'm like chalking up going um, to the bar. Like I, I'm almost like remembering the last 26 weeks. I'm like, oh, you remember that one time you pulled plus snatched it? Oh, you remember that one time you just <laughs> saw the box? Oh, you remember that one time you did this on desk it? And then, and then as soon as like I grab the bar and I'm like loading in, I am like, this is happening. Okay. So I, I do have a ton of thoughts. Yeah, yeah. So Spencer, w- from from your perspective on the first the first attempt, what what are you thinking? I I I'm a nerd. I keep lots of data. So I, she snatched she had snatched eighty three in some capacity eighty three or more in some capacity nine times in the last six weeks. So in my head, I was like, this is a number that is pretty pretty routine. Um, I think I get if if it's just me and her, like I I feel. Like, and it's not the world's like there's no pressure we're going for it right if it's national there's no pressure we're going for it I think world championship stage we were the last to open yeah. those types of things in my head you just you begin to like 
like, all right, is this pressure going to get to her? You know, yeah. like it's the it's the coach's impact that like that coaches always say we can't do it for you. Um, and dumb coaches always say, if I could, I would. Like, no, you wouldn't. No. Um, but I, no, because you would choke too. Yeah, you would <laughs> choke, and I would have choked, right? Um, so I think for me, it was like, I'm I th- I, in my head, I was thinking, I'm glad we just said he didn't want a nationals. She's gonna go out here and smoke this. I told Mike a couple of times on a couple of different attempts, like, man, she's about to crush this. Like, yeah, yeah. I can see it in the way she walks. I can see it in the way she approached the bar. I can see it in her in her, her sort of focus that she was gonna smoke that. Yeah. So I, yeah, I was nervous. You'd be crazy to not be. Yeah, yeah. But obviously. I was way l- less nervous about 83 than I'd been about a bunch of other lift- lifters openers in the past, just because we'd hit it so many times in so many ways. Um, I, she, you ever heard the story about Tiger Woods' dad, who would like stand on the golf course with him, and when he, he's in the middle of his backswing, he'd like throw things at him or he'd say something, try to, to like, mess distract him. Distract him, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That, that's like all the time. Like, you could do that to Jordan. I don't think she would miss a beat. Right. And so. I'm gonna try that maybe this cycle. Like, Start throwing shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mid pool, like wham. <laughs> Let's see what happens. So, you take 83, you take 86, and I 86 to me was caked. Like it looked better than 83. You know, 88, a very very small miss. Like, I, and and maybe that's the one lift that you're always like, dude, I wish I could have that lift back. Um, but so you go into cleaning jerks. What what do you do in between? Snatch, you know, like during that break, you've got to regroup mentally, you've got to regroup emotionally, you've got to regroup um, energy-wise. Like, what are you eating? What are you, what are you thinking about? Do you guys talk about your your approach heading into into clean and jerks? Uh, walk me through that that transition period because it you look strong coming out in the clean and jerk. I'm still, I'm still baffled by the first uh, clean and jerk. Me too. Reds, I I still. Am, if I, I, I have a long history with the jury. It doesn't matter what country I'm in. The jury just doesn't like me. They've come after me. They've come after my lifters with a long history. So, you know, I guess, you know, walk us through that, the, the clean jerk warm-ups and how you felt after that emotional yeah. um, point in the, in the snatch. Well, there was definitely a drop because there was so much adrenaline and, like, energy going into snatches way more than I'm used to. I'm used to just snatching and then, 10 minutes for gear and then go for clean and jerks like it's never been like a, such a battle like that yeah and I was so invested too in 88 that it took me a couple of seconds to be like, okay you gotta just let it go move on but I think luckily I had zero time like, <laughs> between snatch and clean and jerk like as soon as I got off I was trying to put my shoes on and Spencer was like you need to take 55 now barefoot it's fine just go <laughs> oh, shit. yeah I, mean, I don't like, know I why we didn't have any time play. and if we had I don't know. I guess we assume this was like America where people run on and off the platform and everything's kind of fast. Well, we should, we had, everything was slow, but I thought it was like America. We had to move and we had time. We just didn't know it. Yeah. 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 So I, she had to suck an applesauce down and get to work. So you go 55, you start at 55, walk us through the, the warm up attempts. There's okay. a t-shirt coming. It's going to be Power and Grace. It's going to say lift naked because all of our girls have this like thing. They want to see, they want to go as long and as often Without as they gear. can with no gear. Yeah. And they call it, they just say we're naked. Right? Yeah. And then Swat you put your gear on and you're like, oh, oh there we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Yeah. And then, and then the plan was supposed to do 104, but I think 103 would have secured silver. So we went ahead and put that. And I think 
mentally I might have screwed up because in my mind, 103 is so light. Like it was two kilos away from what I just did beltless and knee sleeveless. Right. So then I might have just joked off, or I definitely joked off because I gave them reason to doubt. Right. I still think that's a funky call. Like I, from from my perspective, I, I don't know. I, I felt like the the lift was there, but you so you take three again, and you smash three, and then you took was it seven? seven? Yeah, yeah. So seven, seven was that was to secure. I mean, it was done. She would have had to take eleven. It I was think to get to, like silver and the clean and jerk medals, yeah, right? Yeah. To make that down, she was ready. If if you, you the, the back room was awesome because. Yeah. I, I didn't think Yinny had it. I wanted to like let her do whatever she wanted to do. I didn't really care. And I looked at Jordan and I said, all right, what do you want to do? Jordan looked me right back in my eyes and said, let's go nine. Okay. So she wanted to go three nine um, for a lot of different reasons. It puts up a decent total and pushes on the Thailand kid. Um, puts up an American record total, yeah. senior American record. A lot of, and, and we, you know, we ended up doing seven to, to keep Yinny out of, out of contention. But she was ready to go nine. Yeah, that's... I mean, it makes sense. it's a good call to go seven, but at the same time, you're like, ah, maybe if we take nine. Right. <laughs> um, no, I think the, the meat was awesome. The, obviously, the meat prep was awesome. So now I want to ask you guys, moving forward, the, the new weight class has come out, and before you had even competed, uh, 55 comes out, and I see that it's 55, and, and I've seen you, you know, compete fairly long now. And my first gut reaction is you as a 55k lifter snatching now i'm sitting here going 90 to 95 within a year and a half and clean and jerking 110 to 115 within a year uh maybe even faster than that i don't know i want to i want to hear like and, and it's 55 the weight class which i assume it is but then what you know what you what both of you thought once you saw the weight classes come out very different. Yeah. You, I, I was hoping for it to be like 51 or 52 because I, I usually sit pretty light. Yeah. Um, I, I was a little bummed, but now I'm getting a little bit more excited about it. So. Physiologically, I get three kilos right. of hypertrophy to put in Jordan's back and right. hamstrings and, and butt yeah. and quads. And Three kilos and a 52-kilo girl is crazy. It, like, it's not crazy for me to think, all right, so like in, in two years, we're going to snatch 100 and clean a jerk 120. Correct, right, 100%. Right? Like, yeah. okay, I, it's not outlandish for us to think about a 220 or 222 total right. being something that we chase down, you know, in two years. And yeah. so um, <clears throat> that's where, that's, yeah, I'm excited. I'm yeah. like, I'm, I'm all about it. Like, three kilos of body weight, let's go. Good, you know? yeah, yeah. Uh, so let's see, let's go... Jordan, what is your least favorite exercise that Spencer has you do? RDLs. What is Spencer? What is your most favorite exercise to give Jordan? Uh, anything that's correlated. J- Jordan can't flex her back. She can't. <laughs> she lives in hyperextension, yeah, and so yeah. getting her to live in flexion, it's like watching. It's like watching a, the most elite athlete in the world not be able to walk in a straight line. Like she can't do what I've seen like nine-year-olds do. It's the funniest thing on the planet. <laughs> Okay, so, uh, you know, and this is where now I want to start picking Spencer's brain a little bit more just so I can steal ideas from him as a coach. <laughs> what, you know, vary, like, walk me through a general week of this 26, the past 26 weeks. 
you know, day one through day five or day six, how, how do you set up the block? Is it, is it competitive lifts with squats? Is it variation lifts with pulls or is it a, a combination of everything? And then, and how often, you know, how often would you have, um, core exercises or, or back exercises and stuff like that? Yeah, really athlete dependent. Um, most of our athletes, cause I, they train together. I like them snatching on the same days, cleaning on the same days, jerking on the same days, those kind of things. So all of our athletes snatch Monday, clean Tuesday, jerk Wednesday. Um, Thursday they're off. Typically Friday is our heavy day, clean and jerk together, snatch together um, with the clean and jerk. And then Saturday is always typically like, hey, what am I looking at? What does the athlete need specifically? And we kind of do those on down days. Um, that's a, typically a lighter day. They do two sessions Monday, two sessions Wednesday, two sessions Friday. They always squat um, in some capacity in the morning sessions on Monday, Wednesday, Friday. All of them typically squat some sort of some way, shape, or form. Some of them accommodating resistance work on Saturday. Um, that's morning session. Evening sessions are always classic lifts. Um, I'm a little bit Russian in nature that I believe in the auxiliary exercises being good, both primers and teachers of the lifts. So, depending on what their strengths and weaknesses are, like we'll do for for Jordan, it's um, it's snatch push presses plus overhead squats, or um, I mean snatch balances, things like that that are good for her as far as overloading that overhead position. Um, she'll do that before she snatches. And then classically it works in either a three or four week block. Um, I vary both core exercises and positions that we're snatching or clean and jerking from um, every four weeks. So I give them four weeks to sort of create a stimulus, let them adapt to stimulus, let's see what, see what kind of impact we get, let's test that, test that position, move on to a new position. Or a new complex, or a new whatever, new stimulus. Right. Um, and and so for someone like Jordan, um, she because she needs a little more core work than most, um, especially posterior strength. She's doing some of that at least three days a week. She just literally sat up. And, did you see that? Yeah. She's, yeah. She corrected her yeah. posture just now. Meanwhile, that I'm sitting awesome. here like this. <laughs> I'm sitting here like a fat turd. Yeah, she was. That's hilarious. So like, we'll do some sort of you know single joint isolation exercise uh, for hamstrings and for. Um, posterior strength once a week, twice a week, core strength three times a week, and then some sort of basic, like we hit all the upper body planes of movement, so press, pull, push, row, that kind of stuff at least once. I always throw in some bicep curls just because I feel like it's a necessary evil. Yeah, yeah. Buys and tries get in there. <laughs> but they're, they're doing accessories every, you know, at least five, six days a week, um, it, and it's they're pretty athlete dependent. Those things switch every four weeks too. So I give them four weeks to bang away at a certain movement, once I feel like they're getting used to that that section of lifts, every four weeks those will change. So they'll squat your back squat or front squat three days a week. At least three, some some of them four. Okay. Right. It's four four for it's. She's gonna stay four, but it's gonna be six sessions probably of squatting. Okay. As we get, as we look at a long training cycle, moving forward, like she'll probably front squat and back squat together, kind of hatch style, um, looking at the future, right? Just because I've got. I got three kilos to put on, so yeah, yeah, yeah. that's where it's going to come from. So, Jordan, front squat or back squat? Which, what's your favorite? This is easy. It doesn't matter. With a pause, it doesn't matter. Yeah, I love pause squat. Okay. Back squats used to hurt my back, but I feel like it's not really an issue. Used to hurt your back high repetitions with a time domain, right? If I added a my metabolic stress. My favorite back squat, which is kind of strange, is back squat with 10 second pause at the bottom. 10 second pause at the bottom. It's crazy. It's weird. I think you did like 115 or 120. I did 120 and I tried like 
25. <laughs> 10 second pause. So you should never get pinned with anything <laughs> ever. No. Yeah. It's nuts. So where, you know, moving forward from here now, what's, you know, what's the next 26 week block or whatever it could be? What's, <laughs> what's the next close. block? Yeah. That's it's the thing. Like, like from, from my mind, it's like, did we count yesterday? What is it? 22? Twenty-three or twenty-four, yeah. So here's my here's the other thing. She's got a, I think a really strong total as as a fifty-three. Where does that put her in the fifty-fives? You know, where do, how are they gonna we, figure that out? We don't know. Like, yeah, there's no. Yeah. She's got the first total in, so everybody's gonna chase it down. Right. We don't know who's gonna be in the fifty-fives. We don't know. So we'll go to we'll go to AO three. Okay. Um, we won't peak for it. We'll. I'm gonna. Jordan responds really well the week after a really high volume week, so we'll do something really high volume the week before, and then train through AO3, and you know maybe put one or two more on that that total, maybe. Um, definitely be there to compete with the people that are trying to beat the total, and at bare minimum, like get in their way a little bit. Yeah, for um, sure. And then and then we start twenty three weeks of fun. So, we'll you know we got to think about worlds, got to think about Pan Ams. Um, big gold events so you got March Pan Ams Worlds in November gotta hope to make Worlds um, hope to make Pan Ams and then um, we'll plan accordingly we'll do a mini peak probably for Worlds just cause she needs time to train to build into that class yeah. um, it's weird for me to think about mini peaking for the World Championships but it'll be it'll be we can't you can't peak for everything yeah. um, it's dumb to try I've seen a lot of people try that and end up in <laughs> out, out of commission yeah, um, and so then we'll go, we'll go hard at Pan Ams. That's I think that's I think before I get on a nineteen thousand hour flight home to think about it more, that's where that's where we are right now. Right now, yeah. All right, well, this is perfect timing. We have to go to the the national bazaar of uh, Uzbekistan in the next five minutes. So I greatly appreciate you guys being on my podcast, and I look forward to you smashing weights in the future. Hopefully, in what what is that? Ten weeks? Yeah, ten weeks. Three. Nine weeks. So I'll throw this in there. I think that the you doing, and this is where I, I, I feel like I sort of screwed up, but that doesn't matter. You doing that little mini test peak like uh, for for nationals. Oh, it's huge. It's I, good it's for here. And now, even moving forward, it it's like she already knows that it works. Like, okay, we can do the same exact thing going into AO3. Yeah. And then, you know, yeah. moving moving forward off of that, it, 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 it makes everything... Yeah, we won't probably shift a ton from what we did here for AO3, right? We'll just, we won't have the pressure of all the other stuff. You know, we'll right. just go lift. All right, well, thanks again, guys. Cool.